Hey, hey, long time no see. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pony Box for another episode of Drop the Glove Sports Podcast. I am your host, Charlie. This is a show for you with beer, sports, and shenanigans. It's been a while, guys. It's been a week. And I took a week off, uh, not intentionally. I was going to do another episode uh, last week, but since I did two, two weeks ago, I did Monday solo, and then I did Friday the uh, no and uh, the no trade NFL call, or the NFL no trade clause. Jeezel, Pete's. I haven't even cracked open the beer yet, guys. And at the NFL no trade clause episode that I did Friday night with Steve. And that I was like, yeah, should I do another Monday episode or should I just let, you know, let the week go? And I was even trying to get somebody to come on this Friday or this past Friday too. Uh, plans fell through, didn't happen. So I took the week off. So there you go. Just took the week off. No problems and all that. And now we're back. And there's a ton of stuff that has happened over the week. We have NFL playoffs. I'm not happy, guys. Not happy with the matchup for the Super Bowl. Uh, We have a little bit of hockey news, uh, some notable returns to the NHL. And then I can't remember what else I have on tap for you guys. A couple signings, extensions, NHL-wise. And then that's pretty much it. Uh, and some sad news. I totally forgot. We uh, we we lost uh, somebody in the sports community uh, past week. And then uh, got some major headlines as well. So all that and more coming up. I am going to crack open the beer for the show. This one is the West Side Brewing German-Irish-style lager, or as me and Steve call it, the gill. It is 5.5% alcohol by volume. It comes out of Cincinnati, Ohio in three, two, one. Crack it. Cut my fingernails just a few days ago, and I forgot I need my fingernails in order to, you know, crack open this beer and all that. Had this on the show before, guys. It is uh, one of, uh, what is it? We now have four beers remaining in the fridge, not four total, four different kinds. Let me, let me, I guess, specify. And that I don't know how many bottles we have, two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14, 14 bottles and four cans. So 18 beers total. We have 18 beers total. So little by little, they're going away. I don't drink as much as I do beer-wise, on the weekends, I've been really getting more my foot in the door with whiskeys and bourbon. I got like four four or five bottles downstairs. Woodford Reserve, uh, Sheepdog Peanut Butter Whiskey, uh, Bullet Bourbon, Dexter uh, out of New Newtown, Ohio. Um, oh, man, what else do I have? 1776 um, by Pepper Distillery out of... Uh, let's see here, Johnny Walker, Jameson, and Jefferson Reserve. So I got I got a lot of bourbon and whiskey downstairs, and that's I've been drinking more of that than I have been beer. And I, I'm just like I said, guys, I I started to get my foot in the door around this time last year, and the whole bourbon and whiskey thing started with Angel's Envy, wasn't that great? Didn't like it. Then moved on to flavor, 
uh, peanut butter flavor or honey flavored kind of uh, infused whiskeys and bourbons. Uh, And then slowly just got my foot in the door trying more bourbon and more whiskey and everything. And uh, I'm not a connoisseur yet. I won't say that. It's only been a year. But I'm I'm a year into my journey, and I think I found stuff that I like and some stuff that I know to stay away from. But with all that and said, Prost. Ah, oh, so good, so good. The um, West Side uh, Gill is potentially another is in the running for best beer, or I'm not going to call it best beer. For this year's Glovies, before the hiatus, I'm going to call it best beverage on the show. And that we're going to do best beverage and worst beverage. And like I said, we've done whiskey, we've done bourbon, um, done beer. uh, We did uh, malt liquor on the show. We've done wine on the show. So I'm going to open the door for all these other um, alcoholic beverages And so it's going to be best beverage on the show, not best beer, but best beverage on the show for this year's Glovies. And the Gill could make the running again. I'm bringing everybody. I mean, was it? I even had Braxton Scooter on last year. So the Scooter's in the running again. The Gill's in the running again. We got um, the Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey's in the running. I mean, there's just so many contenders out there. And you guys know how this works here in the penalty box. We make up this crap as we go, or I do at least. It's been a whole year by myself, and I still refer to we, but you guys are a part of this. You, you guys listening, you're a part of this. It's it's us. Drop the Gloves Army. Remember remember when we had that debate on this show where we were trying to figure out what should we call the members uh, who list the audience who listens to Drop the Gloves podcast? And that should it be Army, Universe, um, Fan Base, or uh, can't remember all the, can't remember all the, was it choices that we had, but army ended up winning. So it's the drop gloves army. So you guys are, it's, it's a us thing. It's me, the host. And then there's you guys, the army. And that, and no gen and no general can command without an army or proceed without an army. So thank you guys. It, it is a, we thing. It is a, we thing, even though I apologize and say we, but at the same time, I, like I said, I'm making this shit up as I go and I'm just still making it up as I go. So it's been about, uh, nine to 10 days since the last episode of uh, drop the gloves podcast. So let's get into some new, we'll go, we'll just Go at it one thing at a time. If we hop back and forth between sports, then we do it. Um, Since the last episode of Drop the Gloves uh, podcast, the NFL No Trade Clause, at least 10 Alabama players have entered the transfer portal following Nick Saban's retirement. Um, I can't say I'm surprised. I thought a few would jump into the transfer portal for Alabama, but I didn't think 10. I I didn't think it was, I, I mean, luckily it's not a mass exodus. It's not like, some, it's not like all of a sudden they've hired this guy who's going to take over for Saban, um, DeBoer, and then like all, you, and you just now see all these starters leave or something. It's, but at least 10 players have 
entered the transfer portal since the retire since Nick Saban's retirement. I don't know all the names. Um, I know a few are like, you know, big name. They were big name recruits when Saban was there and everything. And it's, I think one has even gone to Ohio State. So, I mean, there's some names out there floating around. They've already found homes. Uh, everybody keeps on saying, oh, man, Ohio State doesn't need to recruit. They got the transfer portal. Do you have, like, I don't know, five or something many guys who transferred to Ohio State. You have a few uh, starters from this year's team who are returning. They're not going to opt for the draft. So Ohio State, once again, is seen as a powerhouse or a contender, but you've added four teams to the Big Ten conference this upcoming year, uh, UCLA, USC, Oregon, Washington. So who knows how that's going to go? I'm not I'm not saying Ohio State is to be taken uh lightly or not but I mean they they're only as good as their last win against Michigan. Oh, that's right. They haven't beat Michigan in 3 years. Oh, sorry about that. So um since the last episode, I uh, want to wish a very happy birthday to the who I consider the queen of country music, Dolly Parton. And that I I don't know too much about her. I mean, I'm just like, what is it? When I got into country music, she was like, what, in her 60s, 70s? How old am I? How old is she? And, and that uh, uh smart smart by them they didn't give the number of how old she is that's smart on their part good job guys but yeah i mean i do i do like a few of her songs she's an icon she is a country music icon i mean when you think country music or female vocal vocalists you think dolly parton you think reba mcintyre you think um all oh, mm, something Oh, I'm going to, man, I, I, the name is on the tip of my tongue. And if I don't say it, I have a feeling somebody's going to like reach out through this microphone and just choke me and be like, person, um, give me a second. Loretta Lynn. That's it. Thank you. Oh, that's going to drive me crazy. Oh, but yeah, I mean, Gretchen Wilson. I mean, there's just a ton of country artist but she in my opinion is the queen of the of female country artist she is the queen all hail the queen and happy birthday dolly cheers from drop the gloves podcast notable returns to the nhl we have patrick waugh he has been hired as the new head coach of the new york islanders man it's been forever since he's been behind the bench of of an nhl team it's been forever and i'm so happy he's back but i don't like the fact that he shaved the beard come on patrick waugh you don't shave the beard you don't no, I I don't care if it's January. I don't care if we're going into February. You don't shave the beard, man, ever. If you're going into the playoffs without the beard, that's one thing. But, I mean, come on, dude, you already have it. 
just don't shave it off. I mean, from one bearded man to another, please don't shave the beard. You're allowed to trim. Trimming is okay, is acceptable, but you do not go full clean shaven. Because remember, you're ugly underneath that thing. So you don't, you do not shave the whole thing. Just because you shave, shave it all off and then you think, oh, it'll add however many years. No, 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 no. Remember why you grew it in the first place. You're ugly without it. You grew it to make yourself more handsome. So keep it. Other return to the NHL is Corey Perry. After earlier this season, he entered um, NHL assistance uh, program um, to get whatever was messing him up. I think it was uh, alcohol. He had an alcohol problem, uh, entered into um, player assistance program. And uh, all of a sudden he's okay to return and he was a free agent. So Chicago Blackhawks let him go and everything. So he ended up signing a one-year deal worth uh, $775,000 with the Edmonton Oilers. The Edmonton Oilers are currently on a 16 game win streak i believe uh, the current they are tied with the current record 17 would be the newest record uh for most uh for longest uh win streak how many people do you think were kind of like no 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 why are you adding cory perry why are you adding it we're we're good we're good we we don't need Perry's in the line. No, no, dude, don't. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. How how many Edmonton Oilers fans do you think were freaking out when they heard Corey Perry was going to be in the lineup? How many? And that show of hands. Oh, that's right. It's pod. It's an audio podcast, not video. And that, but I mean, I would be. I mean, if the Boston Bruins were on a however long game win streak, and that, and I heard that. Hey, we're adding somebody to the lineup. Somebody new. Yeah, just recently signed free agent and everything. I'd be like, oh, no, no, dude. What are you thinking? No. But, okay, they're on 16. 16 wins. Doing all right. And that the current record is the Pittsburgh Penguins, Schittsburgh Penguins, sorry, from the 1992-93 season. They have 17, so can they can they break that? We shall find out. Uh, other hockey news or extensions we have. Oh, the biggest one. This this has got to be the biggest headline, probably one of two, one of three biggest headlines from the past week. The parent company of the Utah Jazz, Smith Entertainment Group, requests a formal expansion process by the National Hockey League. So, are we getting another expansion team out west? And is it going to be in Salt Lake City? Is hockey coming to Utah? Oh, wow. Didn't see that one coming. I mean, we've talked about this before on this show. We've talked about places where there could be another expansion team, Indianapolis, Houston, Kansas City, uh, the Hart bringing back the Hartford Whalers, um, another team in Texas. I mean, there's been other 
places mentioned and named in this or do you bring back the atlanta thrashers please don't bring back the atlanta thrashers um but utah salt lake city was not even on the radar and now all of a sudden it's like Hey, yeah, uh, uh, owner of Utah Jazz has uh, now entered the chat room. Hey, uh, what's this hockey thing you guys been doing? I, I think we could really use it here in Salt Lake City. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying Utah was never on the radar. And now that it is on the radar, and now that they've asked for a request for potential, um, what is it, for a potential uh, expansion, my my next question, if they are granted this permission to explore financing, uh, arena building, renovations, and stuff like that, for them to join the league, my, my next question is, what is going to be the name of the new Salt Lake City, Utah hockey team? What's going to be the mascot? I mean, what do you do? I mean, you got Utah Jazz basketball. You don't have a baseball team out there. You have, in terms of uh, football teams or college teams out there, I should say, not just football, but college teams, you have BYU Cougars, I believe, uh, Utah State Aggies, Utah Utes, if there's another Utah school that I'm missing, I am sorry. Um, like, if I'm missing University of Salt Lake City and that college, uh, sorry, never heard of you. And if you do exist, wow, I didn't know. Sorry. Um, but, I mean, you got Cougars, Aggies, Utes. So, I mean, if you try not to go off of those three plus the Jazz, that's four. So, those are four names taken. So, what do you do? Now, being it the parent company of the jazz, do you do you name it something that is similar to the jazz because the ownership group is the same for the basketball team, for the NBA team? Or do you just go in a completely different direction? It's like, nope, jazz is Utah is the basketball team. This is the hockey team. We don't want to get them confused if they're somewhat similar. Let's say, I mean, you already got one, um, I won't say one music city, but you got one music, um, hockey team out there, the St. Louis blues. Um, I mean, what do you do for, what do you do for Utah? You do snow caps, Iceman. I mean, Mormons, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Frontiersmen, um, mountain men. I don't know. I mean, mountain men sounds pretty good. The Utah mountain men. Ooh, maybe that sounds pretty good. I don't know. I, well, hey, like I said, it's just a question. It's probably the biggest one out there in terms of this formal request to ex to seek expansion, but that's going to be the one because that's how you get people excited. All right? That's how Seattle got people excited for God knows how many years. 
And I, I don't know how many years where it was just like teased, like, oh, the Seattle, Seattle could have an expansion team. What do you call the Seattle team? And then there was all these names that came out. You had the Metropolitans, you had uh, the Emeralds, um, oh, was it the Sasquatch, uh, the Salmon, uh, Whalers. And then Kraken, and it was like, oh, Seattle Kraken, oh, that's a good name, that's a good name, that should be the name. That's how you get people excited. So if you're going to seek the request, be sure to have something in mind. Don't just be like, oh, yeah, we're going to release a poll to the fa to the fans of Utah or Salt Lake City or to the fans all over the world or whatever, and be like, please submit your choices for the potential new expansion team and then we will pick the top 10 and then we'll have you guys vote on those top 10 and we'll try and narrow it down from there please don't do that because some names are just going to be dumb okay thank god seattle didn't do um what is it evergreens it's like really really you want your mascot to be a tree um the salmon it's like really a fish Whalers, eh, that was, it was okay. Whalers was a pretty good one. Uh, Sasquatch, I think would have been freaking sweet as a backup option, but Kraken won out and it deserved to be the, the team name because Kraken was obviously the best name to choose because, I mean, they did it anyway, and then they incorporated, um, was it... Um, is it Clash of the Titans or like Wrath of the, Wrath of the Gods? I can't remember which movie it is, but it's Le Liam Neeson who plays Zeus and is like release the Kraken. It's like that's perfect. Ah, and then the ECHL is getting a new team next season: the Bloomington Bison in Illinois. And guys, the logo. I, I understand where they're going with this logo. So the bison, it is a bison head with the horns. Uh, then you have the body of a hockey player, red jersey, blue gloves. So I'm going to assume the colors are going to be red, white, and blue, Illinois, or yeah, Illinois colors or whatever. And then you have the Abe Lincoln top hat. I know it's Illinois, the land of Lincoln and everything, but I... <clears throat> I don't like it. Color-wise, okay, I understand the colors. Red eye and everything, bison head, awesome. I, mean, I just don't like the top hat thing. I think you went a little too Illinois heavy there. And if you're going to call yourself the bison, be a little bit more menacing than, than this logo. And I'll even put it in uh, Drop the Gloves Instagram for the... Uh, episode uh when it releases and then i'll put it in the uh in the post but oh my gosh i mean i like the name don't get me wrong bloomington bison awesome great name great name i just don't like how you added so much illinois like stuff to it and then the abe lincoln hat i'm i'm a big fan of abe lincoln i'm a historian i have a history degree okay i love abe lincoln one of my favorite presidents and that but I just don't think it was necessary. That's all I'm saying. I don't think the top hat was necessary. 
So two teams, potentially two teams coming to the league or two hockey leagues next year. The Bloomington Bison will enter the ECHL. And then who knows how many years down the road we may potentially see a Salt Lake City, Utah NHL team added. And the West just keeps getting bigger. I mean, the last two expansion teams have been Vegas, Seattle, and now potentially we're looking at Utah. It's like the West just keeps getting bigger. Where and how you, like, structure the divisions and the teams and everything, that's going to be that's going to be crazy. And then the Bloomington Bison, you got to think if they're Illinois in the ECHL and the ECHL is double A hockey, where do they go in the um, affiliate system? Who do you think could be the NHL affiliate for the Bloomington Bison? And if somebody out there is is already being a smart ass and saying, oh, they could be the ECHL team for the new Utah team. Wow. No dip, Sherlock. No dip. Really? You thought about that all on your own in the last two minutes? Congratulations. Your mom must be so proud of you. And uh, did you not hear what I was saying? Utah, I don't know how far away they are. I wouldn't, I will only, I'll say at least two years. They're probably maybe two years away from making this thing happen. Don't expect it to happen next year. It ain't going to be that fast. This is going to be a two, three year process max. Or at least, I shouldn't say max. Max could be anywhere from five years or something because I can't remember, what was it? Kraken came into the league in 2021 and they had been teasing since 2019, maybe? I don't know. So, yeah, you just never know with this. And, I mean, if somebody says, oh, they could go through the state of Illinois... Bloomington Bison, ECHL could go play for uh, the Chicago Wolves in the AHL or the Rockford Ice Hogs also in the AHL. And then one and then they can either go to um, was it uh, the Chicago Blackhawks or they could go to Detroit uh, Red Wings, uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. I mean, I mean, there's just so many different teams regionals in with within the region that they could potentially go to and uh, but there you go uh major nfl news besides the playoffs uh this week the san diego chargers have or not san diego they're in la now stupid um hold up wait a minute the la chargers have hired Jim Harbaugh as the next head coach. I really did not think he was going. I I I knew he was interviewing. I knew that. I knew he had interviewed with San Diego. I keep saying San Diego. With the Chargers, simplify it. And I don't say the city, just say the team. He had been Interviewed with the Chargers. He'd been interviewed with the Falcons. I didn't know if he went anywhere else, but I knew he was looking or feeling out offers. And I just thought, yeah, he's just feeling out offers. He's just seeing where he could possibly go. And uh, I kept thinking he's going to go back to Michigan. 
pretty soon we're going to we're going to hear somebody gets hired as the Chargers head coach, somebody gets hired as the Falcons coach, and then it's up oh, Harbaugh has uh accepted a extension with Michigan for however many million for how many long. And uh, I really thought he was going back to Michigan. And uh, and I'm not a Michigan fan except when they play Ohio State, and I did pick Michigan to win the whole freaking uh college football playoff. And that because I just I wanted them over Washington. Washington was a high power team, yes, but Michigan had defense. Defense wins championships. Case in point. And that, but I really didn't think he was going. But now that leaves a huge question mark out in the uh, out in the league, and that is where is Bill Belichick going? He left. The Patriots. He didn't retire. He hasn't retired. He's just parted ways with New England. But now vacancies are getting filled left and right. The only two that I haven't heard. Two. Right? Unless I'm wrong. Did I... Okay. Sorry. One. There's one vacancy left. The Tennessee Titans hired uh, Brian Callahan from the Cincinnati Bengals to be the next head coach. Uh, There's been no mention of Atlanta. So now that's it. That's his only other option. He either goes and plays, or not plays, coaches Atlanta, or... He retires, or he could look for a college job. Good. You never know. Uh, Alabama has promoted from within. Michigan has, um, or no, Alabama didn't promote within. They got they got their coach. Um, Who's Michigan promoted from within? Michigan def, Michigan promoted from within, and. I don't know if there's any other major college coach vacancies, but I mean, after you've been in the NFL for so long, do you really want to go back down to college level and deal with the transfer portal, the NIL um, deals with uh, all your players? And uh, I mean, it's not coaching in college football or college in general is just not as a comfortable job as it once was, or I wouldn't say comfortable, but as the the control on the teams and the players that coaches had, it's been slipping away for some time, especially when you have something like the transfer portal and the NIL, and now you have coaches who can't get players to commit to the program or anything, or to the school for maybe more than one season. It's like, I didn't like that I didn't get to play this much, I'm going to transfer. I didn't like that I didn't get paid this much money to play here at this big power school, so I'm going to go play somewhere else, another big power school. It's, this is the stuff I don't like, and I've said it before on this show. I don't like the fact that we've changed college sports to be a money-making thing for the kids rather than it's an extracurricular that they do based on their academics. 
were they pursued because of their because of their athletic ability? Yes. Is that why they got a scholarship? Yes. However, because you recruited for those does not excuse you to not miss class, to not go to class in general, and to just go to practice, play games, get paid, and say, screw it, I'm going into the NBA next year, or screw it, I'm transferring to a better school that could possibly pay me more. I don't like it. I absolutely don't like it. I understand their concerns. I understand their arguments that if the school is going to use their name, image, and likeness in their merchandise and everything, that the then the athletes should be um, compensated. I understand that, and I would agree with that. I would agree with that, and only that. I don't agree that... You have independent companies or sponsors or whatever that are connected or to the university or to whoever and offering these kids like, hey, if you come down here and play, I will pay you so and so much money. I don't like that. We're it's not we're we're getting rid of college sports and we should just call it what it is. And it's a semi-pro league. Goodbye, G League. Goodbye, Development League for anything. If college is going to be the new development where Development League, where you can play and go to school and and get paid all at the same time, then goodbye, G League. Goodbye, the minor leagues. Goodbye. You don't need them anymore. That's my opinion. That's where I could potentially see this going. And I hate it. I don't like it. You're a student athlete. Student is first. Athlete second. Even though that's why you were pursued, is because of your athletic ability. Just because you were pursued of that does not excuse you from the first part of that, of that phrase. Student. You are a student. You are there to go to school. You are there to study. You are there to get some sort of education or degree or what have you, a certificate, tradesmanship, whatever. You're there for that. Sports comes second, even though it dominates your life there on campus. So it's a lose-lose situation no matter how much I spin it. And I hate it. Don't like it. And in other college news, we have uh, sad news. Uh University of Georgia Bulldog uh, passed away um, last week. I don't know how many years in dog years he uh, the dog was, but uh, from 2013 to 2024, this dog was the face of the University of Georgia Bulldogs. And that and. I did put it in my Instagram stories and I had to, I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. You guys can say it's bad taste. You can say whatever you want. Uh, you're entitled to your opinion. You are just like I am. Uh, but I put it in my Instagram stories and I played Sarah McLaughlin, uh, angel, uh, in the, uh, Instagram stories. So, Hey, you, you can call me an asshole all you want, guys, but I thought it was I thought it was a nice tribute. It was a nice 15-second tribute to put in the Instagram stories. All right. Have a heart. 
And finally, we get to the NFL playoffs. The AFC and the NFC Conference Championships were played this past weekend. I am not happy at all with uh, the teams that won. I was kind of hoping for Baltimore and Detroit, and instead we, the people, get the Kansas City Chiefs for the fifth time in six years. They are going back to the Super Bowl, and they will play the San Francisco 49ers. I just got off the phone with somebody, and I flat out told them, I don't think I'm going to watch this year. If, if Detroit was in playing against Kansas City, I would totally watch. I would root my, I would root my butt off for Detroit. I would totally root for Detroit. I think everybody. I think if it was Detroit versus Kansas City, everybody in the U.S. would be rooting for Detroit, except for Kansas City fans, except for that little pocket of Kansas City, Missouri, Kansas City, Kansas. You know, rooting for Kansas City. No, instead, we get the two teams that nobody wanted in the Super Bowl. We get the Chiefs and the 49ers. We get Brock Purdy versus Patrick Mahomes. We got the new wannabe dynasty team, Kansas City, versus the no-name, unbelievable, talented QB. It's like it's like the NFL was like, okay, we can't do Tom Brady and the Patriots anymore. And that so we'll do Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. They'll be our new powerhouse dynasty team that are in it almost every year, regardless of what happens. Um and then we'll have uh we'll have another no-name quarterback, like never heard of this guy before. And, we're, and he's thrusted into the spotlight, and he's so good. I mean, it's how did he get overlooked or whatever? And that's Brock Purdy. And who does Brock Purdy play for? He plays for the San Francisco 49ers. So that's how you have your no-name star quarterback, and then you have your powerhouse team, and you mix the two together. And that's how we got this Super Bowl. I'm probably not going to watch it this year. I'm not even going to watch the commercials because I said to the same person that I said that I was not going to probably watch this Super Bowl is the Super Bowl commercials have gone downhill over the last couple of years. All right. They're all woke, politically correct, or, you know, not funny, not creative. It's just like, remember when Super Bowl commercials used to be good? Remember when we would actually like and we're going to take a pause uh, from the Super Bowl. We'll be right back after 30 seconds or whatever. And those 30 seconds would be the most entertaining 30 seconds in between the game. Because there was going to be a commercial that, you know, had so much hype built into it. It was like, oh, was it uh, Frito-Lay got so-and-so for the Doritos commercial or something? Or uh, was it... Uh, Miller Lite or Miller High Life got so-and-so for their commercial, for their beer commercial, for the Super Bowl. It's like there was all this hype up for it. Now it's just like, man, I just hope some, I just hope one is funny. And like, cause there's some where it's just like, they're all putting out like electric car crap. They're all putting out like some sort of social activism crap or 
and that or tie, trying to tie that to their product or service, whether it's beer, social media, cryptocurrency. I mean, shit like that. It's like, come on, what happened to what happened to good, funny Super Bowl commercials? And then there are those that are out there that do have an impact on you, whether they're funny or they're meaningful. There are those out there, but there's not. There's not anymore. I watched last year's Super Bowl, and I can't tell you a single commercial last year that I, I just absolutely loved. Not one. I saw car commercials. I saw beer commercials. I saw food commercials. I saw a whole bunch of, I don't know, trash in between the Super Bowl game between Kansas City and Philadelphia, I, I can't point out one. I think the only one that I can remember is that they were trying to sell like some sort of Mercedes electric car and they made it seem like it was the end of the world kind of thing. Like, if you don't buy this car, it's the end of the world. It's like, take a chill pill. No, thank you. I'm going to still drive my gas-guzzling Jeep or truck or whatever till the end of time. Okay, you. And I'm getting riled up, getting riled up. So the Cincinnati Car Expo. Side note. Side note. All right, I'm gonna leave it at this. Super Bowl commercials suck. This this year's Super Bowl probably gonna suck. Kansas City's probably gonna win again. We're going to probably see Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey probably get proposed at the end of the game or whatever and that big whoopty freaking do nobody cares it's the only reason why we were rooting for baltimore it's the only reason why we we're rooting for any team against kansas city we wanted to see kansas city lose to see if the if the hype was real between taylor swift and travis kelsey guys she kissed him at the celebration mouth to mouth kiss celebration at the AFC Championship. I think it's real. I think they're dating. I think it's serious. Let's move on. I really don't give a shit who wins the Super Bowl. If if it is the Kansas City Chiefs, freaking congratulations. You you guys are in the pocket of the NFL. Roger Goodell like absolutely loves you guys. He doesn't want to see anything bad happen to you. You are the money-making team of the freaking league now. It is an entertainment business, not a sports league, because it's actually in quotes in the NFL. Like I don't know, marketing strategy that they are an entertainment group, not a sports league. And so there you go. Kansas City is the new Roman Reigns of the NFL. You just win all the freaking, freaking time. And then you get to play whoever, whoever they decide is a worthy NFC opponent or somebody who has the most hype or who has something that fits the storyline or the narrative. I'm not watching. Probably not going to watch. Probably don't care. All that said, now we go over to the my side note to the electric car crap. Okay, here's my here's another riled up point. Cincinnati has something called the Car Expo. All right, I've gone to the Car Expo a few times, and, it, and they wheel out all these new models of the cars the upcoming year. So it's 2024, so they're going to wheel out all the 2023 models at this car expo and last year they had a billboard and that, that i saw on the side of the road saying like this weekend uh friday saturday sunday cincinnati car expo and it had a picture of an electric car with a plug and everything and it said the way of the future or cincinnati welcomes 
uh, energy-saving cars or whatever. You can't call it a car expo. You can't call it a car expo if you're not going to have actual cars there. What you are promoting is really a tech convention. Batteries on wheels, not cars. Cars have an engine in them. Cars is what I drive. Cars is what Mrs. Drop the Gloves drives. All right? We don't drive energy-saving Teslas, Mercedes, Chevy, Volts, or any shit like that. No, 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 no. All right, we drive gas guzzling, premium, plus, diesel, whatever. We we drive those kinds of cars. Please bring those cars, and I may actually go and look at them, even though they are going to be way out of my price range. No way can I afford a $70,000 electric car, let alone a $40,000 $40, gas guzzling car. But I would still rather go and see the gas-guzzling cars than the futuristic, almost-flying-car-looking electric cars. Can't even really call them cars. They're batteries on wheels. Don't call it a car show if you're going to have mostly 90 or 100% electric, electric appliances there. I'm, I, I refuse to call them cars. It's a tech convention. Not everybody wants to save the planet. The planet ain't going anywhere. We're going somewhere. And that's in the immortal words of George Carlin. Okay? We, all right? The planet ain't going anywhere. We're stuck here. We're the ones who may leave before the earth does. I don't know what else to say. I guess that's a wrap. Sure. That's a wrap. Because I don't know what else. Urgh, you got, I got myself riled up. I do that. I know I do that, and why am I angry? I don't know. I don't know why I'm angry. Riled myself up, and that's a wrap. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. Thank you for being patient with me and allowing me to take a week off. Uh, special shout-out to our hosting platform, uh, Spotify for podcast Podcasters. Thank you guys for 156 episodes. Uh, be sure to check out... I, I'm, I'm all discombobulated now. I'm all discombobulated. Um, be sure to check the show out on Instagram at Drop the Gloves Podcast, all lowercase, all one word for all the beer, sports, and shenanigans that take place in between these episodes. We are also on Amazon Music, Apple, iHeartRadio, and Google. F you, Google. I am your host, Charlie, reminding you that life is too short to drink crappy beer. And I will see you guys next week in the penalty box. And this one!